Okay, we are in Sefer Yecheskel, Parent Lamed Zion, Pasuk Aleph Hoiso Alai Yad Hashem, and as always, we are coming live from Gevura Congregation deep in the heart of Wall Street. So Lamed Zion contains what is arguably the most famous prophecy in all of Nevi'im, and that would be the prophecy of the Atzmos Yevesho, the dry bones that come to life. And indeed, it encapsulates some of the most deepest and vastly held concepts in our Judaism, specifically the concept of Chiyas HaMesim, the resurrection of the dead, which the Rambam lists in the 13 principles of faith is the last one, that we Jews believe in Tchias HaMesim. And here it is presented as a actuality, but there is controversy as to what this Nebuah really represents, who are we talking about, and is it really a Nebuah? So let's begin and we'll explain as we go along the way. Hashem, the hand of God was upon me, Hashem, and it transported me. Ruach Hashem could be the spirit of the Kodesh Baruch Hu, but it could also be interpreted as the wind. The Kodesh Baruch Hu generated a wind that took me from Bavel, and left me in the midst of the valley. Which valley? What valley? So the Radak postulates that you will recall in the first chapter the famous Nevoa um, with the Masem Merkava, he is transferred to a valley. So Radak says this could perhaps be the same valley where Perak Aleph emanated from, the Himaleo Atsamos. It is filled with bones, the entire valley. And he passes me over them, saviv saviv, around, and they are many on the grounds of the bika, and they are dry, very dry. So, Says the uh, Mefarshim, the Hevirani Aleim Saviv, he puts me over him. It doesn't say he puts me down in the center of the Bika. So as Rashi says, Lo Hichniso Latocha, Lefishahoya Kohen. That it would not put, Kodesh would not put Yechezkel in the center because he is a Kohen and cannot be metame by uh, bones or corpses or remnants of bodies. Radak says, that's ridiculous. The Radak says, we've seen so many examples of where Yechezkel is a Kohen is called upon to shave his head, which a Kohen cannot do. He's called upon to marry a woman. Uh, again, a Kohen cannot do. And so it, happened, it could be that, yes, he is brought down, that it's ignored, that part of him being a Kohen. Now the question is, who 
are or what are these bones? And for that, we've got to go to Mesech to Sanhedrin, Sadi Beis, Amud Beis. And we start off first that there is a machlokes among the Tanoim as to what is this? Is this really happening or is it a mushal? Is it a parable? And a good many of them hold it's a parable. What the Kaddish Baruch Hu is saying, that it's the end of a period where B'nai Israel has been totally left hopeless. It's been hundreds, if not thousands of years. They are at the end of their rope, as it were. They've given up all hope. And so this will inspire them that, yes, there will be as if it were a resurrection of the dead. We will be brought back to the land by the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And this is just a mushal, a parallel. In that debate among the Tanoim, let me read to you. Omad Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra al-Ragla, Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra stands up to give testimony. Ani mibnei b'nehem. I am a son of a son of my, in other words, my grandfather was among those atzomos that were brought to life. The halolu trillin, and these trillin in my hand was given to me by my grandfather that my father passed on to me. In other words, Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra is a lone dissenter here saying nonsense. It's real. Every part of it is it real and you need no more proof that I am a descendant of one of those. So assuming it's real, it's not just a marshal, who are these atzomos? Do they represent anything? And the Gemara has a lengthy dissertation where if you're going to assume they're resurrected, here are five possibilities. Let's just briefly go over them. Omar Rav, Elu b'nei Ephraim shemanu laketz v'ta'u. It's the sons of Ephraim, the tribe of Ephraim, and the Agadatah, the Medrash, tells us that they miscalculated when the Jews would get out of Egypt. And what they did was take it upon themselves to escape Egypt themselves into the wilderness and were killed by the nation of God in the desert. And so they are the ones that are coming to life. That's Rav. Shmuel Omar, Elu b'nei Odom she'kafru b'tchiyas hamesim. These dead, whom Yechezkel resurrects, are people who are in total denial that there would be the resurrection of the dead. They deny one of the basic tenets of our Judaism. So, Shenemar, because it says, that Kodesh Baruch says, um, I am going to bring him to make a takana, to do a correction. So, what we're saying, that these are the people coming back. Why would they resurrect people who have absolutely no belief in one of the basic principles? Exactly to show B'nai Israel that all of us will be included in that thing. Those who believe, those who don't believe. That is what Shmuel says. Then, 
Rav Yirmiyo ben Abba says, Elu b'nei odam she'ein bohen lachluchis shal mitzvah. These dead, whom Ezekiel is resurrecting, were people who lack even lachluchis, could be best described as moisture, even the wetness of a mitzvah. They were totally bereft of even the slightest mitzvah. And that's why it says, Hashem, let them listen to the word of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And again, it's to show B'nai Israel, don't give up hope. All of you, regardless of your degree of belief or performance of mitzvahs, will be included in this. Rabbi Yitzhak Nafcha Amar, Elu b'nei adam shehefu es hahechel kulo shekotzen uramasen. Worse, these were the people, do you remember the um, prophecy where Yechezkel is transported back to the Beis HaMikdash and he sees there are people there who are covering the entire Beis HaMikdash, shehefu es kulo shekotzen with abominations, with pagan pictures, and shikotzen and creeping, crawling, terrible, vile things they're bringing into the base Hamikdash. These are the people who will be come back. Um, because it says, Yechezkel saw them, they will be brought back into the house of Israel. And then finally, um, Rav Yochanan says, Elu Mason Shebiku Dora. These are the, those who died on the plains of Dura. Uh, to make it short, there is an Agarata that Nebuchadnezzar was determined to kill out a certain group of young men who were attractive to the daughters of the Chaldeans and he massacres them on the plains of Dura. They're innocent, and he kills them. They are the ones who are the Atzamos who will come back. So you have five opinions, plus it's a marshal. Don't get so excited. It is absolutely a marshal. So in any case, Kaddish Baruch Hu passes Yechezkel over them, over the Bika, the Hinei Yeveshos Ma'od, that is the second use of Ma'od Ma'od, which we saw used in Mitzrayim to describe the quantity of B'nai Yisrael that left, and the number would then be 600,000. So there are at least 600,000 corpses represented by those bones. Can these bones possibly live? It's a strange question, but what the Mephoshim say he's really asking is, are these people worthy of being restored? The Omar Adonai Elohim Atayodata. Only you know what the answer would be, not me. Continues the Navi, Prophesy to these bones. You, dry bones, listen to the word of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Thus says God to these bones. I am going to bring you the spirit of life and you will come to life. 
and I will give upon you gidim, his sinews, the alechem bosor, I will put on that flesh, the karamti alechem, or, and I will put on a coat of skin, v'nasati bochem ruach, and then animate you with life, v'chiyisem, you will live, v'yedatem ki'yani Hashem, that I am the Kaddish Baruch Hu. and please note, as the Mephorshim do, this is the exact process in which a child is born, the human is created. You start with the sinews, you put the flesh, you then put the skin, and finally, the spirit of life. And thus, Yechezkel is commanded to, in fact, do that. V'ni Beisi, I prophesied. Kasher Tzuvesi, like the Kaddish Baruch Hu commanded me. V'yihi kol kinovei v'hinei rash. I hear as I'm prophesying a noise. V'atikrevu atzamos etzem al atzmo. Nothing less than bone by bone gathering. Rashi says, Atzmos kol echad, kol mokom shenispazru, wherever they were scattered in that valley, hoyokotzin, they would gather together, coagulate umispakim kol echad ve'echad, they would near each other with each joint fitting in to the appropriate socket. Vareisi, and I saw with my own eyes, v'hinei alehem gidim, there were the sinews, uvasa the flesh, all of Ayikram Aleim, or the coat of skin, Milamala on top. However, Ruach Ein at this time, there is no spirit of life being animated within them. Vayomer Eli, Hinoveil Haruach, now speak, prophesy on the bringing into them the spirit of life. Hinovei ben Adam, prophesy, son of man, be a martyr al ruach, and say to the spirit, or the spirit of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Koamar Hashem Elohim, arba ruchos ve'i haruach, from the four corners of the earth, it could be from the four corners of the valley, but let the spirit come, upechi bahagurim ho'elevi'ichu, and enter these lifeless Forms and so that they might live. Bahani Basi Kasher Tivani, I prophesied as the Kaddish Baruch Hu asked, commanded, Vatilobahem Haruach, and the Spirit entered, and behold, Vayichu, Vayamdu Araglehem, they stand on their feet, Chayel Godol, again that usage of Ma'od, Ma'od, the double Loshan, which leads them a fortune to say you have to be talking about at least 600,000 people. Vayomer Eli, ben Adam, ha'atzmos ha'eleh kol biz es Yisrael heima. These are the whole house of Israel. Hinei omrim yevshu atzmosenu. Now we're going to really interpret as if we needed to do the parable. Kol biz es heima hinei omrim yevoshu atzmosenu. They are saying our bones are dry from thousands of years of just total humiliation and suffering. We have lost our hope. There is a prophecy of, of doom upon us and that we have lost everything. We have no hope. That's why you are prophesying there Marta Lehim Koamarashemalahim Hine Ani Poseach Eskivero Sehim. I am opening your graves. 
I will raise you from the graves, my nation, and bring you to the land of Israel. What we're talking about, say the Mephoshim, is something very interesting. That these dry bones that are being formed now into human beings in that valley, they realize, yes, they've come to life. They will live a normal life, as the Mephoshim say they do. And then what they worry, they will die. And they will not be brought back for the Tiyas HaMesim. They had their one shot, they came to life, they lived as human beings for their duration and will not be brought back. No, says the Kaddish Rochel. I am going to open the graves and I am going to bring them to Eretz Yisrael. And from this we get that the Trias HaMesim will involve all of us being assembled to Israel and ignites a debate in the Gemara. What happens to us, Chutz Oretz? Or we participate in it? And some say yes, but we have to go through the additional step of Gilgal, rolling under the earth into Israel as it were. Some say no, we will be brought there miraculously uh, in Tzviyas HaMesim, but brought back we will be. That in some form we are coming back in Tzviyas HaMesim. Tzviyas HaMesim is contradistinguished from this dry bones. For Yedatem Ki Ani Hashem, you will know I'm God, but Pischias Kurosechem, when I open the graves of Halosias Chemmi Kivosechem Ami, when I bring you my nation up to Israel. I will give you my spirit. I will put you on your land forever, never to be removed. And you will know that I am your God. And so that concludes the first prophecy in. There is another beautiful one that we will learn tomorrow. One point I forgot to stress. We read this particular mafter of the dry bones on Shabbos Chalamot of Pesach. Why? Because the Mephorshim tell us when Tchias HaMesim occurs, it will occur during Pesach. Tomorrow we get another prophecy read on Pesach, and that is the final bringing together in the end of days the tribes of Israel, the ten lost tribes, and Yehuda. 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. You will not want to miss it. Be there. Ad Khan.